Welcome to Behind the Bedroom Door with Sarah. I'm Sarah Watson, your host, licensed professional counselor, certified sex therapist, and sex educator, lover of chocolate, coffee, and Lake Michigan sunsets. I'm a wife to a wonderful partner, a mama to an amazing little person, an entrepreneur, a friend, and the person you can count on to have a sample of lube in her bag for you just in case you need it. Thanks for joining me, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome back to Behind the Bedroom Door with Sarah. I am Sarah Watson, your host. Thanks for being here. Glad you're back. Glad you're interested in hearing and listening and potentially participating and understanding yourself as a healthy sexual human being. We don't get a lot of space to do that, so I'm glad you're with me. Today, I wanted to talk about intimacy with kids at home. Yep, if you're like me, you have a child at home all the time. My kid currently, due to quarantine, is not going anywhere. That's it. She goes nowhere. She stays with us all the time. And it's overwhelming. In fact, uh, there have been times in the recent past where it's been incredibly overwhelming and really hard. And I'm definitely a mood killer because who wants to have sex, be close, have intimacy, get erotic after you wrinkled a toddler (laughs) to get to bed? And maybe they came out of their room three times. Like, so it's just not a super sexy time when you're in quarantine, you have a toddler at home, you're working from home, or your job is completely changed. So recently, so many things have changed for so many people. Uh, 2020 was obviously very overwhelming for most people. And if it wasn't for you, uh, congratulations, and this might not be the episode for you. But I feel like all episodes can uh, add some value to your life. But So, yeah, kids, intimacy at home, what the heck do we do? And this is a question that comes up whether we're in a pandemic or not all the time with couples in therapy, with my friends, with anyone I really tell that I'm a sex therapist to. How do we make it possible? And I often say almost every single time when I'm having this conversation is the least sexy thing, and I know it, but I'll tell you why is you have to schedule it. You have to put it in your schedules. You have to decide what night or, excuse me, what day works best for both of you and make it a priority by putting it on the schedule. My guess is most of you schedule everything else in your life, work time, kids' activities when that's appropriate, uh, family time, exercise, You probably all have some type of show you watch in some capacity together, and you make time for that. You make time to clean. You have to-do lists that are probably too long, and you put things on there. So you schedule. You already schedule everything. Take a look at it. Take a minute. Think, what do you have scheduled? And most likely, not 100%, but most of you have a lot of shit scheduled. So time to schedule sexy time. So I often get feedback on that from clients that think, gosh, it's just not sexy. It's not 
spontaneous and it's not letting me just feel the moment. And I say, oh, wow. How often are you feeling the moment while you're juggling your children, your pets, you're making dinners, you're making sure that they are fed and healthy and occupied? And you want to throw spontaneous sex in there? Like, have you talked about that with your partner? Not to diminish spontaneous sex, because I think that's lovely and wonderful. But I think the reality of spontaneous sex is is just not going to happen that often. And we need to come to terms with that. We need to let go of the fantasy that it's going to happen. And your partner's going to be ready to go when you're ready to go. And the kids will be sleeping and everything's going to be lovely and wonderful and no one's going to be distracted. So sorry, friend, it's not happening. So we're going to schedule it. What else does scheduling sex do? So one, you're making it a priority. Wonderful. Good job. That is just the step one. Step two is thinking about the context and the timing of when you want this to happen. So what I mean by that is what time of day, what needs to be in place so that you are going to be the least distracted. So context is time of day, what needs to be in place, where are your kids, where are you having this moment, and how roughly, like how much time do you want to schedule. So context is understanding what is essential for you to create eroticism and desire and the right space for your partnership to flourish and for you to get sexy and erotic with your partner. So we're going to think about it. You're going to schedule it. You're going to think about context. So you're going to go down to like roughly what hour of the day and what day of the week. That's also really important. Some people prefer during the week. Some prefer Sundays. Some prefer, you know, Friday nights, whatever. I don't care as long as you're putting on the schedule. So we're doing all of that. And then you get the opportunity to think about it, to send a flirty text, to send a Google Calendar reminder to your partner. So scheduling sex doesn't take everything exciting out of it. It actually allows you to think about it in a new way where you can create whatever dynamic you want to with your partner between the time that you schedule it and the time that it happens. So let's say Saturday, you sit down or you figure this out, however you figure out your schedule with your partner and you look at what your kids have to do that week and what you have to do and what you want to do. And then you find some space for, for sex and intimacy. And then from that moment on, my hope for you is that then now you're thinking about it once a day. Maybe, and and thinking about what that time is going to be like and what you want to experience. And maybe it's just the fact that you want to experience being with your partner alone, kid-free. Maybe it's you want to have a crazy awesome orgasm. Maybe you just want to lay there and just be close and, and have that time. And that's great. But the goal, the whole point of scheduling is now that you get this opportunity to think about sex that you wouldn't have had it been, oh, we're going to rely on the spontaneous sex method. So when we have spontaneous sex, yes, it is glorious, but it doesn't give us this time and this space to think about 
what we want to be wearing, what we're doing, that it's coming up. We just, we just think it's going to happen and we don't give it really too much thought. So that's really important to scheduling sex. Amazing. Even if you have to bribe or like put a movie on with some candy for your kids, do what you need to do. Make this a priority and see how it feels. I can almost guarantee that it's going to feel really good and be really exciting. But you have to go into it with that framework that this is a healthy thing for your relationship and it's not something that's forced or overwhelming for both of you. So how else can you create intimacy in addition to scheduling sex? I really think it's important, and this may sound incredibly basic to you, but so often I hear that these basic things aren't happening with couples at home, especially ones with, you know, young or school age. And I mean, any kid really, let's be serious from a newborn to 18. Or if you have older kids living at home, I'm sure that can be a barrier too. But it's just to make bids for attention. So reaching to hold a hand longer hug. I love something like a, you know, six to eight or 10 second hug. And I'm putting that time on it because research shows us that longer hugs will then release different types of hormones into our body that create connection and closeness and let us relax and feel safe. So holding hands, hugs, Kissing, same thing in regards to the amount of time. So often I hear about, you know, of course, yeah, of course we kiss. When was the last time you actually kissed? You know, when was the last time you had a makeout session? When was the last time you kissed more than a peck? My guess, it might have, it, it might have been a while. Maybe that's something that's in your practice all the time. And I think that's great and it should continue. So working on creating also regular time together, even if it has nothing to do with being physical. So date nights. And I know probably, you know, we're all trying to be incredibly COVID conscious. Maybe not we're all, but I am. I'm in a very uh, COVID conscious person. And so our regular date night options are not available. So how can we create a at home date night? So I would highly suggest asking you to sit down again, or again, this doesn't have to really be a conversation. It can be a text message where you come up with a date night idea. Maybe it's trying a new recipe or trying a new bottle of wine. If you drink or making a special dessert together and scheduling that time, not to just regularly flip through Netflix, but maybe pick a movie that you haven't watched or maybe a movie that's, you know, special in your hearts and, and important to your couple. And then see what happens and just schedule that time together. Or maybe it's just doing something creative together or doing an online yoga class or whatever fits for you in the moment. But you're really making space for your relationship and you're putting in the time and the energy to connect, right? So we want to remember that for a good, healthy, rock and sexual relationship, we need connection, we need sexy eroticism and we need stress to be low. And sometimes we can't control the amount of stress in our lives, but you can for sure control your connection and what you're doing for it. So I'd love to hear some feedback. How are you going to make that connection? What are you going to do? How are you going to talk about scheduling sex? So often I hear about straight men really hating the idea of scheduling sex and putting it on the calendar. 
And when it comes up in session or if I'm talking to friends about it, which yes, I talk to my friends about this, is that you are more likely to have sex, friend, if it's on the schedule. And again, remember that it's going to give you an opportunity to think about it and kind of create your own bubble of desire that could lend itself to having more intense connection than you would with some random spontaneous sex. So tell me all about it. Send me a note, email, DM, whatever I want to hear about how you scheduled sex, how it worked out. What are the barriers you're experiencing? Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Let's get you to a space where scheduling sex is sexy and exciting and you're loving it rather than a chore. Stay healthy. Don't forget to use your lubrication, friends. Lube is your friend. See you next time. If you have any questions or thoughts, you can find me on Instagram at Behind the Bedroom Door with Sarah or SWSX Therapy as well. You can also find me at simplesexeducation.com. There you can sign up for my weekly-ish newsletter where I send out information, thoughts, feelings about parenting, relationships, sexual health, and upcoming workshops or retreats. We'd also appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate, and review. Two parting thoughts I hope you always take with you from our episodes. One, lubrication is your friend. Use it, love it, tell me all about it. And as Emily Nagowski says, pleasure is the measure. When you're thinking about all your encounters with your partner or anything outside of that, let's look for pleasure in every day.